blogtalkradio.com starring Laura, which you heard already. She's a world-famous animal communicator. Laura, the pet psychic. Go ahead. That's me. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the pet psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Um, put your animal photo and question in the comment section of today's post so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. Um, you can call in at 917-889-2693 and join us in the chat room. I'm your producer and co-host, Aikusuhara. Hi, everyone. Hey, I'm so glad you made it today. I know. I'm glad I made it, too. I have been racing to get here in t- on time. Yeah, so. that's crazy. So I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I'm here. You know, um, but as I was driving, you were telling me about your funny little story about your guests in your home. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, um, so last night I came home and, uh, I pulled in the driveway. It was like 1030 at night. And, um, sometimes I leave, I live on a pretty busy road next to a park and not really, I mean, it's a small town, so a busy road for a small town. And, um, and I've lived here for 13 years and I had the, the light on in the front porch. And my my yard is fenced and whatever. I'm giving too much backstory. But anyway, I come home and I see this like body sort of jump off my porch onto the oak tree in my front yard. And I was like, what is that? Like I thought I have this friend, Mr. Squirrely. It's actually Mr. Squirrely's like grandson, but Mr. Squirrely's grandson. And I was like, God, it's awfully late for him to be out. So then I turn the corner and I look at my front window and there mm-hmm. is a raccoon coming out my front window, like a huge <laughs> raccoon, like a huge raccoon. And oh it came out my front window. It jumped onto Serafina, my little gray cat. And then Serafina and the raccoon sat about two feet away from each other underneath the, underneath the chairs on my front porch. Meanwhile, Luca and Felix, my dogs, are running around the oak tree looking for the other raccoon. So I'm like, oh my god! I'm so worried that the, I have 13 years. I've never seen a raccoon in the front yard ever, <laughs> ever, or in my backyard. So I'm like, okay, I got the dogs inside, and the dogs were all sniffing around inside, like they had, the raccoons have been inside my house. And so I, you know, I got Simora the parrot, and I'm like, oh my god, they were like coming after Simora, like eat her because they'll eat chicken. So I looked at Seymour and I ran and I checked Bean to make sure Bean was okay. And then I come back and I'm talking to the animals and I'm like, well, what, what happened? And Seraphine is like, oh, these are my friends. They like come and visit. I'm like, what do you mean they're like friends and they like come and visit? She's like, oh, they come here. She's like, sometimes I tell them not to come in, but they come in anyway. And then, <laughs> then I looked at Seymour and she's, like told usually she's like if there's an intruder even if the, if the pet sitter is cleaning her cage she's like starts to shake and 
you know, she gets territorial. Yeah. She says to me, oh, yeah, I share my food with them. They come and they eat my food. And, like, that was the craziest thing because in the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking Seymour has been eating an awful lot. I'm like, wow, she's just eating so much. Meanwhile, what's happening <laughs> on these night excursions where I'm going out, the raccoons are coming into my house. To have dinner. To have dinner. And the funniest thing that I think is really funny, but I don't know if anyone else would think this is funny, but I think it's hysterical, is that I have this, the dogs have this little stuffed raccoon, and the little stuffed raccoon is right by Seymour's cage. <laughs> <Real> <laughs> like, it's so funny. I feel like they, like, manifested the raccoons in the house. That's so, so funny. so <laughs> crazy. It's so oh, crazy. I'm like, why didn't anyone tell me? Like, why... How could this be that, like, it's like my, I have teenagers and they're speaking friends over and nobody's mentioning it. <laughs> why didn't they? Can you ask Seymour? Why didn't you tell us, tell you? Yeah, Seymour, did you hear? Honey, why didn't you tell me about the raccoons? I didn't think you cared. <laughs> What's another animal eating here, she says. I mean, she's kind of right. <laughs> eating here. Don't let anything go to waste. Oh, oh my gosh, that's too funny. Throw out cage. All right. Well, let's take some phone calls. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Ready. So for all of you listeners that are calling in right now, the phone number again is 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. We're going to shout out the last four digits of your phone number. And when I do that, I'll say you are on the air. Can just go launch right into your name, your animal's name, what kind of animal, a description of the animal, and your one question. We're going to stick to one question. And... Let us know if your picture is on Facebook. So here we go. 3285, 3285, you are on. Go ahead. Oh, hello. Thank you. This is Kara. I'm calling about my sweet cat, Angel. Okay, and what does Angel look like? Um, she's kind of a cream and gray striped tabby. Oh, pretty. She's very pretty. She has a very pretty feminine face. <laughs> and what would you like to ask her? Hmm. Well, I'd love to ask in? her about food. I'm considering getting a different kind of food. I don't know okay. if it's appropriate. I also would like to ask her if she would stop biting me when she gets a little too you know, aggressive play. When she gets aggressive play, she's biting she's biting too yeah. hard. Yeah, she kind of, you know, like I'm the enemy cat. Okay, let's get her. How old is Angel? Five. She was five on February 4th. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. let's get Angel. Angel, are you listening? Did you hear what Mom said? She wants to talk to you about your food. She wants the crunchy food that's really sweet. Crunchy food. She oh. said you've gotten them for her before. I'm wondering if she wants treats, though. It kind of reminds me of those Trader Joe's treats. Do you ever buy her those? No. 
They're like, um, they kind of look like kibble, but they're more like a cat treat. Hmm. She says that she thinks it's really good for her. I don't know if anything, Angel, that you think is really sweet is going to be good for you. I'm not quite sure about that. She says, you know the kind that comes in the shaky jar. A shaky jar? Well, which only means that... Uh, um, green thing. You know is? Is it what more, is it? Does she want the more of the green things? Are they the, Are they green, honey? They're so yummy. I think that's it. Is that like a greenie? What is that? Oh, it's from spirulina. They're made for cats. It's called spirulina. Oh, Actually, I can get more of those. They're healthy. Yeah, right. So she was right. They are the healthy treat. Oh, neat. Spirulina. I'm going to look those up. I like that. Some some places online sell them. They're also, or you can get it from Dr. Mercola because it's his, uh, between him and Karen Becker, she's a holistic veterinarian. So they oh. they sell this supplement on their website, either one Oh, of them. how cool. We should get them on and say that a cat requested their treat. <laughs> um, okay, well, Angel, what if, this is important about biting mama, okay? When you're playing with mommy, it's really fun to play, but when you bite, it really, really hurts her. So it's important that you are very, very gentle with your mouth and maybe even like cover your teeth with your gu- with your gums or with your lips. Okay. Okay. And you could, or bite really, really softly or just lick mommy. Or you could like, if you're feeling really, really um, excited, maybe you could just bump mommy with your nose. But the biting is not good. Okay. Because the biting hurts. And and our skin, you, you can rip our skin. So really, be really, really careful with mommy. She's going to tell you when it's too when it's too rough. And the next time, you have to make sure that you do it gentler. She says she already kind of knows this. <laughs> and my mom tells me. But now you're five years old, Angel. That's old enough to be able to control yourself. Okay? So I really want you to try hard. She says she likes it when you rub her back fun-like. Rub her back fun Yeah. And her tummy. And she loves it if you hold her in the mirror and talk to her. Oh. So cute. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks so much for calling in today. Oh, well, thank you. That was lovely. I'm going to thank you. We're going to look at those treats. Yeah, what is this, a spirulina treat? Yeah, I think she said that that was Dr. Becker. You think? Is mm-hmm. that what she said? Well, we can listen. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, Ooh, let's let's try that out. All mm-hmm. right, well, our next caller is 8205-8205. You're on. Please tell us all your info. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Maria. And my dog's name is Jake. He's a Chihuahua. Okay. And, and what is what does Jake look like? What kind of is he long hair, short hair? Or he... 
he's a short-haired chestnut chihuahua with a a lot of white around his face. Oh, and is he alive or is he passed over? He was killed on a Friday, less than a week ago. Oh, and what happened? One of the other dogs in the house attacked him, and I'd like to ask him. I'd I'd like to ask him which which of the dogs attacked him, and mm. if he's with my if he's with my mom, Lucy, or Tony. And if he's with your mom, and and is your mom, and then is Lucy and Tony different people? Tony's a he was a friend and 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 our dog trainer. Oh. And Lucy's my other dog that passed away. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So pretty much, just so you know, whether he says he's with them or not, he can be with right. whoever he wants on the other side. So just so you know, like even when they don't mention who they're with, that they're they can if you want them to be with those people, those people will step forth and meet your animal. So. Uh, that's important for people to know. But let's get let's get him and, and see how he's doing. But I really want to know which dog attacked him and why, if okay. possible. Is there a dog that has like white and speckles? Has white and what? Maybe like some say speckles. That maybe some speckles or some markings. What colors? Oh, white and speckles. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Do you know yes. who that is? Yes. But mom, I don't want you to be mad at them. Because we all started barking. And I kind of got stepped on at first. And he said that he kind of barked and went after them, and then it got him, and it was really fast. And it was sad for everybody. But, Mom, I want to tell you something. I could hear you crying for me. And when you were holding my body... All your family members made a circle around you and were singing. And they were sending you love. That's interesting. Do you know, did your family like to sing? So interesting. No. That's so interesting. I wonder why the circle around you. I mean, it's a nice image, but I, but I think that a lot of times when they talk about people on the other side coming through, that they're trying to say, they're trying to say a lot in a little. So like, even when you're off the phone with me, I'd start to, I'd just think to yourself like, huh, I wonder like, what is the symbolism of the circle? And what is the symbolism of the singing? And maybe it will come up to you later. Like maybe like the circle will start to give you comfort or, or maybe you'll hear a song on the radio that gives you comfort. And, and then you can know that that's from your family and from your loved ones on the other side. Unless he meant the other dogs were around me, because they were. Oh, they were. My dogs were. Why, 
Oh, yeah, I think that everybody was joined together. And he says, also, I want to tell you, Mom, that here in heaven, I'm really frisky. There's something about his body that feels really free. Like, he keeps showing his front legs and that they feel really free. And that I curl up with you. I curl up with you. And he says he curls up like around your stomach. I curl up with you. And maybe the things will make more sense. He curls up around my stomach right now since he died. Yeah, since he died. Yeah. And he says also he wants you to know that I know that you're suffering, but I want you to believe that your mom is here. It looks like your mom is letting him lick something off her fingers. I can't tell what it is. I can't tell if it's cream cheese or icing, but it's something <laughs> white off her, fing- off her fingers. Yeah. And also, I want you to know He, she said, he said that your mom is, help, is setting out to help you rescue. And she's making sure everything falls in the place. And she's telling you, she's saying something about, um, about smiling and flowers. Like I keep seeing like tulips. It reminds me of spring. I'm planning a memorial garden in my front yard for her and my dogs. Oh, you are. So that's what she's talking about, that she's she's happy about that and she's celebrating that with you. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, so neat. So when you're out there, know that they're with you. I mean, they're going to be with you inside too, but but some of those places hold stronger pockets, you know, where you can feel them more. Thank you, Maria, for your call. Yeah, Maria. So hard. Sorry, so hard Benway to... is growling. Oh, sorry, guys. Growling. <laughs> yeah. Okay, should we keep going? Yeah, let's keep going. All right. Uh, our next call. Sorry, everyone. Six nine seven one. Six nine seven one. You are on. Hello, my name is Suzanne, and the cat that I'm calling about, his name is Moki. He's about 17 years old. He's an all-gray cat, and I put him on the Facebook page. Oh, you did? Okay, great. Moki um, has what the vet believes is a tumor in his mouth, but because he's 17, the vet doesn't want to anesthetize him to explore it further. So he's just been getting kind of palliative care, like antibiotics and steroids. And um, mm-hmm. over the weeks, he's, you know, having more trouble eating. He has soft, wet food. Um, so I'm his cat sitter. Um, his two mothers, they pretty much think that he might, you know, be um, maybe on his way out. And mm. 
they're just wondering, like, they're hoping that they know when the time is right that Moki will communicate that. Will let them know. And so, yeah, Suzanne, so. did you have permission to talk to him on the show today? Because that's important. Um, I believe so. I've been giving him uh, Reiki, um, and uh-huh. they, they welcomed that. They said, thank you for all you do for him. And oh, so I got nice. him four Reiki sessions, and I'm, I always give them updates from what the woman who does Reiki does, and they haven't had any problem with that. So Okay, great. So because you don't have, like, their, like, yes, you can let an animal communicator talk to my cat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell Moki that it's really important that he let his people know, like, when he's ready to pass. And I'm going to ask him if he has anything to tell you. But I'm, okay. I'm not going to allow him to share anything personal about his family or any oh, messages. For, for his family because they didn't give you the permission to do that. And so I think that's really important okay. um, just to respect their privacy. So, sure. um, but he can say something to his pet sitter. I'm sure that's fine. Okay. Um, okay. Moki, honey. Oh, he's so cute. Moki. He says he knows he feels sick sometimes. So he's curious about what heaven is like. Oh. And so that's something that you guys can talk to him about, about what you think heaven is like or what heaven means to you. You know, like what I normally tell them is that when we look into into others' eyes, we can see this spark in the other's eyes. And when we when that spark is gone or when our body can no longer hold our spirit, that, that spark that we see is our spirit. When our bodies can no longer hold that, our bodies have to let go. And then we sort of, we become like everything beautiful and, and that they can live with us whenever they feel like it. They can live in the memory of us whenever they feel like it. They can come and visit us whenever they feel like it. But they're sort of like in this, this beautiful, amazing space. Um, Moki, honey, did you hear about that? Because he kind of still wants to get better. No. He doesn't know how to tell them that he wants to go. Moki, when it's time for you to go, you'll kind of know it because you'll kind of have this feeling of like, I don't think I'm going to get better and I don't want to suffer anymore. And so, and also the thing that will happen to you is you'll start to feel like heaven or the other side coming closer to you. And you might start to have dreams of being on the other side. And you might start to realize that actually leaving your body would actually be a, a, a better thing for your soul. You will start to feel that. When you start to feel that, when you start to feel your body getting worse and worse, that's the best time to tell your people. Because you don't want to suffer too much, right? And you can, like, it's okay just to suffer a little and then when you're ready to go. And so you tell them and then they'll help you. They'll help you by giving you a shot. He says he really likes clean blankets. Oh, okay. His mother loves to do laundry, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
and that that stuff that you lie on that you love of your people you'll have be able to have that stuff in heaven so it will smell like your people in heaven too when i die will i still be able to talk yeah honey you can still talk and maybe your people can call into the show and we could talk to them okay and like you can let them know by like giving them memories and putting memories in their head or bringing like a warm feeling around them or blowing the breeze. Lots of things you can do. He says he feels like it's hard to swallow sometimes. Yeah. I want to tell my family that I love them. Oh. And that you can tell Suzanne that Reiki helps me. Oh, wonderful. He likes it in between his shoulder blades. Aw, Suzanne, that's so sweet of you to care about him so much. Oh, you—you you, if you knew him, you, you wouldn't be able to help caring for him. He is wonderful. <laughs> Love it. So, Suzanne, Aww. know that you can talk to him. And just talk to him, like even talk to him from a distance, and he'll get it. I will. Yeah. Good. Mm. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling. calling. Okay, we're going to keep going. There we go. Two one two four two one two four. Go ahead, tell us your name, your animal's name, description, and all that. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Alice, and my cat's name is Orange. He's a long-haired orange tabby, and he's about ten. Oh, he's ten years old. Yeah, approximately ten years. That's what the vet said. Okay, and what would you like to ask him? Um, well, when I brought him in, I noticed, because um, he used to live outside, and I you know, I brought him inside, and um, I noticed him having a lot of tummy issues. He first was vomiting a lot, and then um, he had really loose stools, and um took him to the vet. He got an injection, and it cleared up the vomiting, but I'm still having a lot of trouble getting the stools to um you know to be normal and i just i guess i just want to know like how he's feeling yeah how and like what um what you know what would he like to eat because he he's really um we're having a hard time with the food as well like he doesn't want to eat the food that he's been prescribed um Mm. and if he if he eats anything else that's when i notice that he has a lot of um, really loose stools. Okay, let's get him. He's so beautiful. I see his picture on Facebook. Um, <laughs> okay, Orange, Captain Orange. <laughs> you know what I want to tell my mom? I feel like I need more exercise. He said he was wondering if he could do something with you outside because I think I need to walk around more. Would it, why do you think you have, like, the the soft poops and how's your stomach? My stomach still hurts. It has still, like, a burning feeling. Hmm. Um, hmm, let me try and figure this out here for a second. What do you think is making you have that stomach ache, do you know? It's really not a good feeling at all. 
you know what? I'm trying to figure out how to explain it because the burning feeling is not like, because I can feel it in my stomach. It's not like a typical sort of like acid reflux feeling. It's not that feeling. It feels like so weird. It's such a weird feeling. It feels almost like his stomach is bloated, but it feels like the lining that's bloated feels, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like a deep sort of like, like sometimes they've got like this deep stabbing stomach ache. It's not like that. It's like a bloated burning. Okay. Hmm. But that explains why, why at first. He doesn't have worms, right? Did you check for him that for parasites? Because it kind of feels like you parasites. Know- you know, I didn't. Um, that was the one I didn't do that. We did blood work and we did a urinalysis, but we never, you know, we didn't go we didn't do it uh, deworming. Yeah, maybe I would do a stool sample and see if he's got some parasites because it, it feels yeah. a little bit like it feels a little bit like that. Okay. He says another thing. Says sometimes he gets a mouth problem too. What do you mean you get a mouth problem? He says sometimes the sides of his mouth hurt him on the top. Hmm. Did he check his teeth? Yeah, I know his teeth are bad. Yeah, they they did say his teeth were bad. Oh, that might be your whole problem. Like, I'm not a vet, so I can't really diagnose him. But but what I've found from talking to a lot of them is that mm-hmm. when they are keep when they have like teeth infections, well, teeth infections can give them like headaches and earaches and uh, like all sorts of things. But when they keep swallowing that those teeth in that infection, they'll get stomach aches and their kidneys will be off a lot of times. Uh, okay, okay, that makes so, sense. Yeah, I, it's possible to me that his issue is his teeth. And if you clean up the teeth, that maybe it'll go away. I know you don't want to put them under when he's still acting like a little sick, but I almost yeah. wonder that if his blood work is good, if maybe you should just do it and see if he, the stomach then gets better. Right. Yeah, so that a, sounds like that, a good idea. That's a question for your vet, but that that might be your issue. I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right, Captain Orange, is there anything else you want to tell your mom? Just tell her that I love her. Oh. And I'm looking forward to our outside excursions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, thanks for Cap. your call. <laughs> thanks, Captain Orange. <laughs> so cute. So cute. I love this picture of him. Very cute. Here we go. Uh, continuing on, we're going to, again, shout out the last four digits. Just go straight ahead into your name, your animal's name, and a description and your question. One question, please. Here we go. 2747. 2747, go ahead. Hi, I'm Melody. I can't believe I finally got through to you. Laura, I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I've been listening. Um, I actually didn't um, post anything on Facebook tonight um, just because I, I kind of called in a little bit later than I normally had been. Um, anyway, I was calling because um, we lost our, our dog, Sam, um, back in September. Um, it was sudden and unexpected. He was 10 years old. 
Um, he became very weak and um, couldn't walk, and we took him to the vet and found out he had a large mass in his abdomen. Um, by the time by the time we found it, um, he was already anemic and super weak, and it was pretty large, and, you know, there's no guarantees. And with him being 10, I didn't want to put him through that um, with surgery or anything. So it was a really hard decision, but... Um, the, my kids and uh, my husband, we were all there with him um, when we, you know, said goodbye. And I just want to make sure that he's okay and that he's all right with what we did. Oh, okay. I see him, too, on Facebook, and he's beautiful. He was such a good dog. We we took him in. He was a, a drop-off. Oh. And we had him since he was a pup. Oh, you did? Okay, cool. Okay, Sammy, honey, how you doing? Were you okay with everything that happened? He said, you know what was really cool? Is that this young man met me? And we went off together. I feel like a baseball diamond. And it looks like the young man actually looks more like, I almost want to say like a brother or an uncle. And he looks like maybe he's your, would have been your age or older. And he um, is just showing himself young. Do you know who that would be? I don't. I need to ask your, do you have a husband? Um, I'm sorry, say that again. I said, do you have a husband? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I'd almost ask your husband if he had an uncle or if he or if he knew somebody who played baseball because I see the baseball diamonds. Well, my, so son played, my son just turned 13, and he was an, he's an avid baseball player. Oh, he but, is? I wonder I, if one of his... I wonder if one of his, like... He feels like an uncle, though. I keep wanting to say uncle or brother, but... So it must be, it could be somebody who feels like your son got his love of baseball from that side of the family. Or like, it feels like an ancestor to me. I mean, it's possible that it's like somebody that your son admires that pass on. But I I keep thinking uncle, brother. So it's got to okay. be somebody in one of your families. And you can ask around, but they're like really sort of like, I keep seeing the baseball diamond. I keep seeing the field. So they're like uh-huh. really trying to push, push it. And so they're just probably saying that they're like around for Sammy, but they're probably also trying to tell you that they're watching over your son and your son's baseball career. <laughs> he didn't even so he's 13. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay. Hold on. The other thing that I want to say that we, I have so much fun with this man. We also were riding, he's talking about the, that he sees, he spends a lot of time with this man, that they also go riding in the car. Huh. And that he says sometimes he lies at the end of your bed. Oh. I, I, I wondered too if he was going to be coming back to us at all. Let me ask him. I keep seeing him like pushing your hand up to pet him. He says that he does that to you, even in yeah. spirit. Spirit, he pushes your hand up to pet him. Um, do you think that you'll come back to the family? What do you think about that? 
We miss him so much. He says he's not planning on it yet. Okay. I'm getting rejuvenated. He says you have to feel love static. It's like all inside of me. What he's sort of saying by like love static is like he's talking about like the feeling of sort of like being rejuvenated or being like the feeling of like gaining more energy. Kind of reminds me of watch, watching a tree come back from dormancy. There's like this energy, the spring sort of energy that's like right when the buds go. Uh-huh. Like that, a little bit of like that feeling. So he says that that's happening to him. Which, okay. Like reincarnation is so complex. It's like sometimes they say like, I, I don't feel like I'm coming back, but the universe has already set it in motion. Or, and that they just don't know it. I mean, sometimes they do. They come back in like 15 years, 20 years, or like come yeah. back to your son. Sometimes they never come back, but they come back so much. It blows my mind. So yeah. um, I always say just be open, even if they don't. You know, oh, he says you can get another dog. It will be good for the family. Yeah, we, we, and I'll we help, really and I'll miss help. him a lot. And this just having him around. He was a he was a good dog. We we all miss him very much. You need a black dog. A black dog. A black dog. <laughs> so I would just be open because maybe he's already got a dog picked out for you. So just sort of be open to like what you find. Okay. Or there might be a black dog somewhere in the scenario when you're look when you're finding the the dog. Okay. Yeah. Keep us posted melody and let us know i'm dying to know who that man is because i keep seeing him he really wants you to know he's around i know uncle or brother give us a call back i know you figure that one out he needs to be like a great uncle because he almost looks like an old time baseball player you know like in the 20s or 30s like babe ruth no I, i he feels more of like I don't think he was a professional, but he could have been, but he looks more of like, no, because I don't see him in uniform. He looks more like, like maybe like a, a, a grandpa's brother or I don't know, but he looks older. Hey, do you, do you um, paint pictures? Can you physically like draw? You, no, I can't, but I wish I could. I know. Because I was thinking, like, oh, it'd be so cool. You could just, like, draw the person or something and then be like, this person. I know. But I can describe them. Sometimes I can see their faces really well or their mannerisms. Oh, I wonder so. if we could get, like, a, one of those, like, um, forensic, you know, Characters, artists. Or right. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you yeah. could do it. That would be so cool. That would be an experiment. Yeah. Would be cool. That would be so <laughs> funny. There would be like dead people coming from all over the place to have that done with me. They would think oh that my gosh. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, me I know. They would. <laughs> all right. Let's keep it going because I think we're getting through a lot of calls today. Uh, 2798. 2798. You are on. Go ahead with your name, your animal's name, and description. One question, please. Yes, my name is Gina DeYoung. I actually have two dogs. I have two English Bull Terriers. They're both red and white. And can you um, pick, can you pick one of them? 
You got to pick one of them. Um, the top probably two. Chuck. Chuck. Okay. Okay. And the problem I've had is they've been fighting, and it it just breaks my heart because I love them both very much. And Chuck I've had since he was a puppy, and the other one I rescued about a year and a half ago. And, you know, it's been better, a little bit better lately, but it's, I just, I guess I'm just really nervous that they're going to fight again. And it, it just is always in my mind and I hate it. I just, I just. And so when, when was the last fight? Um, uh, the last fight was this summer. Oh, I kinda kept, that, was, kept, that was quite a while ago though, no? Yeah, but I just, they were so terrible that I just, I just, I guess I just, I can't get over the thought of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's yeah, like. Yeah, and so they, so they, so they're living, so they're living together now and you have them together? Yeah, yeah. For a, a long time, we kept them apart, and they're, but. And they're, they're bull terriers, did you say? Uh-huh, like Spud McKenzie dogs. Yeah, yeah, I know they're super cute. And and so tell me the tell me their names again and the what they the difference between them so that I I can when um, I get one of them. Chuck, they're both red and white, and oh. Cyrus is the other one. And Cyrus has half a white face, and Chuck has just two red eyes and a white white you know more nose and just two you know what I mean more like a cow look. And then Cyrus has half a white face. Okay. Okay, hold on. They okay, eat Chuck too. And, That's gross. Chuck and, <laughs> Chuck and Cyrus, are you guys there? It's really important. We're friends now. This is Cyrus. I know that you're having issues with us, but I have to tell you something. What? That that Chuck had a really bad feeling in his neck. Had a really what? He's Cyrus is saying that Chuck had a really bad feeling in his neck, and it reminds me of a sciatic nerve problem because he says that he has like a really bad pain in his neck that went all the way down his spine and then down his right back leg. Oh, that would have been. That would have been. Um, just the other night that happened to him. Oh, did? Good Chuck. Just yeah. last Friday, a week ago today. Oh. I couldn't, I didn't know what was wrong with him. I came home from work and he was just laying on the floor and crying. And I didn't know what was wrong with him and I couldn't figure it out. You know, oh, he was fine okay. the next day, but... Oh. That day, is that? Yeah, that's, that's so interesting. Okay. So this is what it sounds like what's going on. It sounds like Chuck has pain in his body and Cyrus would bump into him and then they would fight. And so, but then they worked it out between them and they said, Chuck said to Cyrus, okay, you know, I've got pain in my body. This is why I'm doing it. You have to be more careful. And then Cyrus is like, oh, I'm sorry. So they, they're kind of working it out, but the pain in Chuck's body still needs to be addressed. So, okay. um, so 
so, I mean, they're really cute because they seem like they're working it out and they're friends, like they've worked it out on their own. How old are they? Um, Chuck is probably about eight-ish and, and then Cyrus is six. Oh, okay. And, and, um, and you had them their whole life? Chuck, I've had since a puppy and Cyrus, I rescued about a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. I had, so that, I had, so then, yeah, I and had have, two others. Right. And then they haven't fought since last summer, which is almost a year. So they're uh, nine months or something. So, they, so they've worked it out. But that sounds also like Cyrus was in his, he was in, uh, like if he was just rescued, he was in this kind of time where he can have post-traumatic stress. And so they were, sort of feeding off of each other. One had pain, one had post-traumatic stress, and they didn't know how to communicate, but it sounds like they've worked it out now. But I would, yeah. I would, I would see if you could get Chuck adjusted by a chiropractor and see if yeah. he's out. It sounds like he's probably out somewhere and, um, and maybe bring Cyrus along too, because it's always good to get them both checked. Cyrus, Can I walk honey, them together? Cyrus, honey, do you think Sometimes Chuck's toes tingle. Sometimes his right hind toes. His toes tingle. His right hind toes tingle, which means he's not getting enough circulation. Cyrus mm-hmm. says sometimes I have to be really careful. But Chuck and I are friends. I like to lie with him, and I like to watch him. And I've learned that I can't get too close. Yeah, he kind of se- Cyrus kind of separates himself. He goes upstairs. Mm, yeah, so he knows like when Chuck is not not doing very well. Yeah. Yeah, that that's where to start is with Chuck. How cute that Cyrus is talking for Chuck. That's like the sweetest thing. Um. Well, you got to get him adjusted and then call us back and let us know. We can yeah. check in with Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a call back, because I sound that as soon as um she said the thing about the um about the kind of um fighting thing, I immediately thought from listening to you talk that it could be a you know adjustment issue. Yeah, or you picked it up yourself in his body. Mm. Oh, it's an adjustment issue. I don't know, because I always hear you say that, but I'm starting to learn that oftentimes when there's aggression, it has to do with something in the body or like the other one was like the teeth or, you know, things like that, you know, Mm -hmm. pain in the body or fear. Fear is another big reason for aggression. Mm -hmm. I'm learning, Laura. (laughs) I'm, I'm your student. And now you could take over are. this job sometimes. Like, if I'm sick, you could, like, see, okay, maybe I'll oh, be yeah. a psych. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. I'd be giving the wrong information. Like, it would be horrible. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. I'm keeping on going. Here we go. 9721-9721. You are on. Tell us your animal, your name, description, one question. Go ahead. 
Oh, okay. I have two. I have Annie and Kitty. Um, not sure what these two brother and sister are all about. Um, okay, so unless, yeah, so you got to pick one of them. Unless they're having problems with each other, then I can do two. But just for the sake all right, of time, Annie. I'll, yeah, okay. let, yeah, let's do Annie, Annie, Annie. And what, is, and yeah. what does Annie look like? She's a uh, a gray, like tabby-looking cat. Gray, uh -huh. grayish, the green and eyes. Just, and you wondering what she's thinking? Yeah. Like, what's yeah, going on okay. with her? Okay, Annie, did you hear? What's going on with you? What's going on? She says she's wondering if you're going to have a gathering soon. She's going to what? She was wondering if you were going to have a gathering soon. No. Like, are we no. going to have people over? No. Why? She says, you know that big man with the big shoulders? Are we going to have him over? Do you know who that is? The big man with the big shoulders? I have no idea who that is. <laughs> you don't? Could it be like a dad or something? Or like a... No. Well, we have a son, Evan. He's kind of a tall kid with, you know, broad you shoulders. Big shoulders. Oh, what do you mean? Your brother you're talking about? Your, your brother? You want to have him come over? Yeah, because I miss him. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell him something. What are you going to tell Evan? I want to tell Evan it's really important to pay attention to what you're doing. You have to do a lot of focusing. I know that sometimes you don't feel like it, but the more things you complete, the happier you'll be about yourself. And I think this is important to tell him. <laughs> is that, is that's that, interesting. Is that, is uh, that important to tell Evan? That's yeah. Evan, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, that's is, what's so going on have... with Annie? Yeah, physically, how what's going on? How Annie old is Evan? Uh, Evan's how 24 old? years old. Oh, she's telling him to focus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how you feeling physically, Annie? What do you think about that? I'm feeling good, but I could have more cut up meat. Oh, yeah, she that. likes that. <laughs> yeah. But she's not supposed to eat that. No. Yeah. Oh. She says it's fine for me, Mom. It doesn't it doesn't make me feel sick. <laughs> it makes me feel better. And my friend wants to say something. Is it a boy or a girl, her friend? The it's other a, kitty. It's a boy. The brother. He wants to say, don't pet him so hard. Why? He doesn't want you to pet him hard on his lower back. Oh, no. Sometimes his lower back hurts him. Oh, what's wrong with Kitty? And also he wants to tell you, 
and he wants really soft sheets. He loves really soft sheets. Huh. Oh, yeah. You, like, have, you have flannel sheets? Is that what he's talking about? <laughs> flannel sheets. <laughs> Do you have those? Do you use flannel sheets? Yeah, I have flannel sheets. Yeah, the mm-hmm. kitty, wa- kitty wants to sleep with you on flannel sheets. No, he can't sleep. I can't sleep with. <laughs> I can't sleep with cats. I'm allergic. I'm actually allergic to them. Oh my god! How funny! That's so yeah. cute. Well, maybe you could get flannel sheets and put it on his bedding. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank you for. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Like I think um, they were hinting. It was so funny how the other cat came into the conversation. I know. I was partially because I was feeling bad. I was like, "How can she pick this one of them?" You know. And then, and then, what I think was so funny is that that the kitty was like on the fly talking about her brother, like the guy with the broad shoulders, instead of like, "Hey, our kid," you know, like our brought my yeah. brother. <laughs> So funny. He's like telling him he needs to focus and pay attention and stuff. <laughs> and finish things is so cute. Yeah. Oh my god. So cute. Here we go. Was everyone ready? Everyone ready? Because we have a special guest. Yay! Yay! We have a special guest. It's time for our guest. And today we have Kim Freeman, so from LostCatFinder.com. Hold on, Kim. You're on. Welcome to our show. Thank you, Laura. Pleasure <laughs> to be here. <laughs> so, so um, Kim, tell us a little bit about um, what you do, about you and Henry, and what you guys do. Who is he, and who are you, and and what is Lost Cat Finder? Well, basically, I'm a pet detective, but just for lost cats. And I am uh, based in Austin, but I'm up here in Oregon today looking for a cat that's been missing since March 15th. Oh, wow. Well, we found, I think we may have found another missing cat who's been missing even longer under a shed, and she has a swollen eye and some missing fur out of her neck. So we just set up some tuna in a humane trap to try to catch her. Um, Hopefully she'll come out. We've got a little motion alert on the trap, so we'll know when she goes in it. And we need to get her some help because she's in bad shape. And how did you find, how do you find where they are? Well, first I I do a profile on the cat. So I find out what their personality is like. Is it an indoor or outdoor cat? And do they like to go up high places or do they go down low when they're stressed? All those little factors, you know, whether it's a skittish cat or a friendly clown cat, all those factors help me know where to look. I see. And then... And then after that, you you then profile the cat and are able to kind of go around in the neighborhood of the of where the cat has been missing from, and then you can find them. 
Yeah, depending on the cat's personality, I set up mm-hmm. a search map. And ah. then I went around and searched all the areas that are the highest probability first. I and see. usually, if it's an indoor cat, I usually find them pretty close to home hiding under something. Um, I love to go under sheds. In fact, this is where we found this kitty about an hour ago is under the shed. And, you know, the people were sure there were no cats under their shed, but there was. Mm. So just because someone has dogs or just because they say no cats are under their shed, you really have to look anyway. Wow. And so how does Henry, your Henry's your cat? Henry's my cat. Who, and how does no, he I fit into not, all this? Henry is, is quicker trained to track the scent of cats. So when I have a lost cat that's an indoor only, I can take Henry to the door the cat got out of or the window and give him the scent of the cat, and he will just follow the trail of where the cat went. And he has been very successful at tracking and finding kitties. Now, I did not bring him to Oregon. This cat that we're looking for is an indoor-outdoor cat. Mm -hmm. So her scent is going to be all over the place. There wouldn't be a single trail for Henry to follow. So Henry's Mm -hmm. at home in Texas. Hey, I saw that Henry was sick a little while ago. What was that about? Well... We're not sure. Um, we think he might have eaten a bug. Some pesticide people came and sprayed around my house, and he might have eaten a bug that had been poisoned with pesticides. So oh. that gave him um, sub-Q fluids, and we just put him on some uh, really bland food for a while because he wasn't interested in eating. And then I started giving him, thanks to some cat friends of mine who suggested, Fortiflora for probiotics, and that really turned him around. Oh, it did! Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, he is all perky again and playing, and it's wonderful to see him happy again. Oh, good. And so, what do we want to ask him today? Well, I'd like to be sure he really is feeling better, and I'd like to know what made him sick. Can he tell us? Was it a bug? Mm Was it some food? Tell my mom I miss my mom. Oh, I miss her too. But I hear her. She's always talking to me. We're like so connected. He says he can feel you from a distance and he still helps you with your work. I tell her that way. He says he's going to help help you find the the cat. Oh, good. He says, I'm going to move you, which is interesting because what he's sort of saying is like he's going to act as your as your intuition. So he'll so while you're while you're looking, think of Henry and kind of bring him in and telepathically he'll he'll connect in with you. And like you might get an intuition. It might be him talking to you. Great. Tell him we're looking for a long-haired black kitty with a white chest and face. It's a girl, and her name is Monkey. Oh, she wants... Oh, her name is Monkey? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 
because he showed me a tree and then he said, is she the one that fell? Um, But I wonder if he just showed me the tree because of her name being monkey. Uh, (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't know. So how come you showed me a tree? Did she fall out of a tree? Do you think? Well, it's possible. We don't know. She could have run up a tree if a dog chased her. He said he, he knows feels her near that. He said he feels her near that knocking house. It's like a house that might have banging. Is there maybe like a construction, a house of construction or something? It's like a knocking house. He said a, maybe it's a, a knocking house. Yeah, I don't know what knocking is. Maybe it's like some like a little shed with a pump in it or something. I don't know. There's like a noise. Huh. Well, there's some kids playing basketball. Would that count? Maybe. More like a banging. Is it like a basketball? Right. So I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, how am I doing this? I'm sort of doing lost animals now and I don't really do lost animals. And Henry goes, no, Henry, you're not, you're not doing lost animals. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how funny. That's him. Um, Henry, do you think it could be the basketballs? Do you think it could be around that house? Yeah, because she says she hears knocking. So she feel like she's alive? Yeah, I do, he said. Good. There is a house that we were just at that has a hot tub. Maybe the pump? Mm. No, I don't. I think the basketball actually sounds a little bit more than the, than the, um, yeah, the hot tub, to me, that doesn't make that same, knocking, it sounds like it's like a, more like a consistent knock. But basketball would would make that sound, yeah, yeah. How is she feeling? Do you know how she's feeling, Henry? Do you know how she's feeling? Really tired and hungry. Oh dear. Really thirsty. Is she in a dark place or can she see the sky? Mostly in a dark place, but she sees the sky at night. Hmm. But she was, but that's interesting because she's an indoor outdoor cat, right? So that's why would she be hiding during the day and coming out at night? Well, she might be injured. And she looks like she's drinking from, like, like where there's maybe, like, a sprinkler system or something. Or I guess you're in Oregon. Maybe it's more wet there. Yeah, I've seen a lot of sprinklers around. Is she, Henry, is she maybe in a bush? Is she in a bush, Henry? No, more in, like, a graded area. I almost want to say like she's in like like 
What do you mean like a graded area? Do you mean like a graded in the in the in the driveway, or do you mean like a graded in the um on the house? Like in a crawl space? Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Like under a deck, maybe, or yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's not near grass. She's more in like a dirt grade. No, but I do see her coming out. Like I see the stars. Is it really like a dark sky at night? Because I see lots of stars. stars well, I haven't been here at night. I don't know. Well, there's sea um, lights. Because it looks dark. Hmm. Well, right next to this house where she lives, there's this tall butte of dirt. It's a real scrubby, like a little mountainy hill. Mm-hmm. And then there's some houses right next to that where it's flat. Somebody have like a green lawn? Yes, a green lawn. I'm looking right across the street. There's a green lawn with sprinklers. And do they have, the, is that where the basketball is? Uh, the basketball is the next house behind, so she could probably hear it. Maybe it's around there then. Yeah. Okay, well, we're about to look at that house and check it. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you, You'll have to no. you'll have to let us know. Um, maybe call in next week and let us know what happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that helps. She's not in a garage because that wouldn't be graded, right? She's no, I think dirt. she's. Act- I think she has access to the outside because I think she's drinking from where the sprinklers are. So she looks like she has access to the outside. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that helps. That helps a lot. Thank you, Henry and Laura. Oh yeah. And Kim, let us know what. Uh, let our audience know uh, how people can get in contact with you, what your website is, and uh, so they can, you know, someone needs to find a cat, they know who to call. Okay, it's lostcatfinder.com, and I have some educational materials on my site for people who can't afford to hire me to come out. Um, cool. They can read all the little techniques that I use. I have a booklet and a video, and you can get both for $24 and find your cat using my techniques. And it's worked great. I get letters from people almost every day who got it and found their cat. Oh, I love that. Cool. Yeah, and this is after they've been searching for weeks. So oh. I'm really happy to be helping people from from a distance. And then I can also do long-distance coaching. I, I love going out on the cases with Henry. That's the most fun of all. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Kim. Thank you so much for doing what you do and being on our show. Laura, thank you for doing what you do. And, and what an honor to be on your show. Thank you. Ah, oh, you're welcome. That Kim. was Kim Freeman from LostCatFinder.com. That's Lost catfinder.com. I also posted in the chat room um, a link to our Facebook page uh, as well. So you can go and check that out. I'm so glad she made it. You know, she was, uh, I think she was 
stuck uh, looking for the cat. That's why she was a little bit later than our oh, usual oh, guest time. Yeah, sense. totally makes sense. Uh, I think we have time for some more calls, so let's go straight to it. Six nine four six six nine four six. You're on. Tell us your name, your animal's name, description, and question. Go ahead. Hi, Laura. Hi, I. My name is Diane. My dog's name is Frankie. He's a rescue. He's about four years old, and he's a little doxy mix. He's not on Facebook, though. But about three weeks ago, he bit me really bad. I had a. I was in the hospital for a week. I had no. a bite. Yes. Yes, I had a severe infection, and they had. I had to have surgery. They had to repair my tendon. And I just want to know why he bit me. Oh, my God, you don't know? No, he was laying across my legs, and I was petting him. All of a sudden, he just bit me. I was watching TV, actually. I wasn't looking down. I wasn't looking at him. I was just petting him. And he bit your, like, your, and was it your hand? Yes. But he bit your actual hand. And, um... And has he ever growled at you before? You know, he's really, he's very bad. He's, I called the rescue when I first got him, and I asked if they would take him back because he was so vicious, and I was afraid to have him around my dad. My dad was older, and I, I was just afraid to leave the house and leave them together. Um, mm. But he never actually bit me, but he has bitten other people. He bit my uncle mm. on the hand. And he's always been, like, skittish. I don't know if he was, like, severely abused. I got him off of death row in New York. He was mm. like a, a two-time death row dog. And when mm-hmm. I saw nobody was getting him, it was, like, 10 minutes before they start euthanizing. And I went mm. online and I, you know, I reserved him. But I didn't Aww. know what I was in for. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get him. And his name is Frankie, and you said he's like a dachshund mix. So what is his Facebook like? Does his Facebook doxy or does his Facebook terrier? What is it? Yeah, he kind of looks like he looks like a dachshund, mm-hmm. but I think there might be a little beagle in there. Also. Oh, okay. Okay, let's get him. Okay. Sorry. Uh. bit my mom really bad. I know, Frankie, what happened? I was just so angry. Why? I got the feeling inside of me that was so mad. You know the feeling of having a monster jump on you? Yeah. I kind of thought that was going to happen to me. He said he was just kind of sitting there. And I felt a shadow monster over me. And I thought, you're not going to get me, shadow monster. I know what that was. You did? I know what that was. was. Yeah. I had a cup in my hand. And I probably was, I had a cup in my other hand as I was petting him, and I went to put it down, and it's possible that it made a shadow. Oh. 
So he had a post-traumatic stress response. So something that happened to him in the past, the cup going over his head um, triggered that. And so he went back to an old memory. Okay, so was he definitely abused? Because, like, I I don't know his history at all. Okay, so that, that, that type of thing definitely, like, abused or traumatized in some way. So that, that doesn't come from... I mean, if you've had him for a while, right? How long have you had him? I've had him a little over a year. And I've never, yes. ever abused him. I, You know, I don't... I just... Yeah, right. Shocked. So that... That's a post-traumatic stress response, and that's really hard to get out of them because what happens is it triggers, like, and so he didn't realize during the actual bite, he's not conscious enough to say, this is my mom I'm biting. He's thinking, I'm back in this old memory, and I've got to fight for my life. They're, They're flight or flight. So either they run away or they bite. And so... It was coming over him, and he was triggered, and so he bit at it, and he didn't really realize he was biting you because he was in post-traumatic stress. Okay. So, so the cup was in so, his other hand, but he just attacked the hand that was petting him. Yeah, because that's the closest thing to him. Because, like, okay. if he feels threatened, they just lash out. They go to another place, and they just lash out. They bite anything. So that's one of the really good things to to recognize about that is something over his head is a trigger. And that's really important to remember because people pet them and they do pet them over their head or they lean with their torso and or their hair flops down. It could be anything or you or you wear a sweater with a big sleeve and the sleeve flops down. There's wow. lots of things that trigger it once you know, once you really realize what it is. Um, He's just very aggressive. Nobody will come up my house unless I have him put away. He hates men, especially, especially like younger, you know, like from, from like. Says mom, I've had that. He says, mom, I've had bad experiences. Oh. If you really wanted to know, I I can tell you what happened. What happened? Have you ever been stuffed in a pillowcase? I have. I have. Oh my God. And I've been tossed back and forth. Soon, have you ever been, has anyone ever kicked a chair while you're sitting on it? That's happened to me too. Really? And then he says, you know the feeling of bad boy, bad boy, ouch, that happened to me. It looks like he was kicked. Oh. I think that it just, he, I was not treated nice. I'll tell you something now. I'm treated really nice. Even when I bit, my mom fluttered her eyes at me with love. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't. I never took it out on him because I figured he had to be abused and something spooked him. It just felt like something spooked him. 
Yeah, you, know? you were picking that up. You knew that it spooked yeah. him. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Oh, how hard for you guys. Um, so I think just like like keep kind of reminding him that he's safe and that old memories come up. And, and uh, Frankie, it's really important that when you feel like fighting, you stop yourself and you lick and you yawn and you blink your eyes or you move. You jump off of mom. It's really important to play that over and over in your head. And so I think what's really good for you to do with him is to like to kind of play it over in his head. When you're scared, do this. When you're scared, lick and yawn. When you're scared, run away. When you're scared, go behind me and start giving him sort of scenarios and telling him about those scenarios of that he, of things that he can do when, in those situations so that when that situation comes up, he's prepared. And and just keep telling him he's safe, of course. Yeah. Aww. And call us back and tell us what um, his, you know, how he's doing in the update because that's important for us to know. Yeah, and how you're doing. Yeah, yeah, and how you're doing. I know. My gosh, oh. that's so sad. You should have seen, like, he looked, he gave me, like, you know, Betty Boop with the big eyes. <laughs> yeah. That's I like that image. I still love you, Frankie. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was, uh, when Rosa Rosa bit my hand, like, last Mm. year or whatever it was, and I had to go to the hospital, and I got an infection, (laughs) I was so sad. I cried so hard because I was like, why me? Like, why would you do that to me of all people? I felt so betrayed. I know, right? It's easy to feel that way. It's so easy. Yeah. But it turns out she had a nightmare. So. Oh, Rosa. And she hasn't done anything like that since, has she? No, but actually, I was going to ask you maybe I can have a turn with you because she, Rosa, is my gray and black. What do you call that? A tabby cat? Tabby. Yeah. Yeah. And she's 19. And she has been um, taking my pillow um, or sleeping in my space every night. And I get basically kicked out of bed that I have to move to the guest bedroom like in the middle of the night every single night. And I don't get a good night's rest. I don't understand this. Like, why are you moving? Why aren't you moving her? I can't move her because I don't know. I'm in my sleep and then I get like, you know, then I'm like half asleep and, and then I can't move her cause I get scared. I'm scared to move her. Are you scared to move her cause you're scared she'll bite you? Yeah. So, and so where is she? And so she's, where do you want her to sleep? I want her, I made her, she has her own bed right next, right next to our head. Like she has another bed with I put a heater on there there's a heating pad underneath the bed so it stays warm how she likes it the whole thing and so she stops sleeping in there no she sleeps in there during the day oh but she stops sleeping in there at night yeah okay Rosa honey I know my mom doesn't like it but I love her so much When I'm there, I just feel like part of the family. 
I feel her breathing. And I just love it. I know, honey, but mama needs to be able to sleep. She gets really, really tired. Your mom works really hard. She works very, very hard. She needs you to sleep on your bed so that mom can get some sleep and that you can all sleep in the same room together. It's so important that you sleep in your own bed. Then can I have snuggle time before it's bedtime? Of course. Of course. I go into that bed where you still love me. You still love you even more. Yes. I don't think it's possible to love more, but I think I might if you do go to that bed. Yeah. Mom, I kind of needed the attention. I need more attention from you. I'm sure you give her tons of attention, though, don't you? I wrote her a song. Like, I sang a song with her yesterday. Like, you did? You know? Sing it. Yeah. No, I'm not singing it. How embarrassing. No way. I can't sing it right now. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, we, you know, we wrote a song I wrote a song about it about her you know it was like a song about how I've been waiting my whole life for her and I found her and you know and she found me and so so she wants to be even closer to you I mean it's like the bonding (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so cute how she wants to be with family because she's feeling so endeared about the so Sweetheart, it's so cool that mom wrote a song for you. It's really important you sleep in your bed, okay? Independence, because it's it's so much safer for everybody, because sometimes you bite in the middle of your sleep or scratch. So it's really important that you keep everyone safe and sleep in the bed. And mom really needs her own space. She really loves her own space. Thank you. Mom, I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. You know, I would never hurt you on purpose. I know you that. Know. You know. I know that. So cute. I know. You know, it's time for Words of Wisdom with Storm King and friends. Who's ready? Yeah. Is Stormy ready today? I don't know. You know, I haven't even really spoken to Stormy since last week. Okay, let's ring him up. Okay. Stormy. Oh, ring, Stormy. ring, ring. I want to tell everyone I'm still here. I feel sad not being Stormy Body anymore. But I'm going to come back. And I'm going to be home soon. Not really doing much in heaven anymore because I have my new body. I'm learning again, and it's really difficult because I have to pretend I'm not as smart as I am. Tony, you don't have to be as smart. You can be as that smart. Yeah, start smart. He says, if I act as smart as I am, 
No one will think I'm a puppy. Buddy, honey, that's okay. That's okay. Just be who you are, honey. Just be who you are. Yeah, you don't have to pretend to be stupid. (laughs) I just can't wait to come home. This is what it's like. It's like I, when I go to him, I talk to, it's like the puppy. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Can't believe it. So, Stormy, let's get to it. What is the actual words of wisdom? What is this trying to say that? Oh, yeah. Is it about transition? Are you talking about transition? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I was chatting with him. I forgot about words of wisdom. Tiny honey, where's the wisdom? What's the good word of the wisdom? I think maybe just be yourself. That makes the most sense to me. The other thing that I want to say, everybody misses me. But I'm still right here. And you know what else? When you're yourself, then you can figure out what you want to keep and what you want to get rid of. And if there's anything about your personality you want to get rid of, you just say bye-bye. You know what's interesting about that, actually, is because I've been wondering about, like, like the raccoons, they've their like symbolism is mask like like yeah. to hide behind a mask and pretend that you're something else until you mm-hmm. like until you um manifest into something and then you can take off the mask right yeah and i've been mm-hmm. trying to figure out like why am i seeing the raccoons like what am i masking and like we're like what what do i need to wear a mask and i've, and I've been like really thinking about it for the last 24 hours and i think maybe it's about Stormy, about Stormy mm-hmm. being in the mask, about he's, you know, sort of pretending yeah. to be someone she's not. Like he's being a puppy, he's not bringing all his wisdom into the puppy body. I'll bet that's yeah. what it is. Cool, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, huh? That totally cool. makes sense. I know. That's, I, yeah, be yourself, Stormy, and I love that words of wisdom. Yeah. My little buddy, I can't wait to see you in puppy body. I, I just, I'll be blown away if it's really you. I, I can't <laughs> believe it until I see it with my own eyes. And totally, you just don't know. Yeah. That is so cool. Well, we'll be looking forward to seeing the new, the new you, Storm King. Uh, Storm King version 2.0. Yay! Yay. He might, even, he might even be 3.0 because I I think my dog. Be- <laughs> Wait, Stormy. was he? Was he? Which which dog do you think Stormy was? I think that he and I didn't think about this until much later. But Lala, my dog, I got out of high school. Oh right, she was right. Like, a, uh-huh. like the German Shepherd Coyote mix. And Stormy's mm-hmm. dad was her best friend. Oh. But That's now cool. that I look back. On it, they had the same calic in their hair. They had like they did things that were similar. That's awesome. I think maybe. <laughs> so cool. So 
Stormy 3.0. We are excited to meet you. Yay. Come on down soon. Yay. Uh, well, the end of the show. Tune into the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week. I'm sorry for those of you who called. Um, please keep trying to call in, and we will get to your calls next time. Uh, until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication, as well as private consultations with Laura. Like us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And if you're not following us on Twitter, you have to at the Pet Psychic. Anything else? Talk with your animals. Talk to the animals. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.